Uh, yeah. I didn't hear anything, but it might have been the same. I, I, didn't hear, I, didn't, I didn't hear a single thing. <laughs> Maybe it means we're so synchronous that like do the cutoff, the feedback cutoff. Okay. Well, I'm not starting it again. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, we're, not, we're not doing another one. Like, that's no, we're it. good. Is that perfect? Yeah, we're, we're fine. Um, yeah, Reed, Reed asked me to host this episode uh, owing to my uh, a sensible Resident Evil expertise. Um, <laughs> and obviously, we're, we're already off to a barnstorming start with that. Um, but this is the Bullet Points podcast. Is this a, Reed, is this a free one or is this on the Patreon? Uh, I don't know. God, we should have figured that out beforehand. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. I guess it kind of pays to to know. Like, am I am I welcoming the exclusive Patreon? Am I doing the am I doing the exclusive <laughs> Patreon introduction? Am I doing the shit fucking freebie? You know, okay, give it. Give us a. Freeloading bastard introduction. Okay, give us. First... Maybe we just start. Maybe we just start again. <laughs> no, 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 no. Keep all this. This is all good. This is the clock is running. This is content. This is yeah, this is the kind. This is the this, this is, is the kind of shit content. that they that they did on like Giant Bomb. You know, this yeah. is what made them. Famous. Yeah. Who you guys <laughs> like tacos? Yeah. <laughs> I love eating Taco Bell every night. Is a hot dog PM a sandwich bed. or a, a, a burrito? Uh, Ed, why don't you give thirty seconds of if you're introducing the free one yeah and then 30 seconds introducing the patreon okay. and we'll go okay. from there fine all right i'm gonna do the free one first okay 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 so this is for non-patrons this is for yeah right. parasites yeah hi welcome to bullet points your fucking weekly free podcast you get i'm ed smith and uh we're talking about resident evil today um, Reed's here, Yusuf's here, yeah, and um, I invite yeah. you to listen to this while staring directly into a mirror and considering whether you are a parasite on the whole of society's bulwark. <laughs> okay, so that's the free one. <laughs> it, wasn't then... even the, it wasn't even the right metaphor because it would be a, like a barnacle. Well, I d- yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do. Don't work your brain. Correct. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to do, like, correct, fucking maritimely correct <laughs> metaphors for, for non-payers. Okay, mm-hmm. now this is, the one, this, is the, this is the one for people who, who pay. Okay, this is the Patreons. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, hi, this is Edward Smith. Uh, <laughs> bullet Points. Bullet Points podcast. Reed and Yousef are both here to talk about Resident Evil 4, uh, which is a game that... Game that came out earlier this year. It's got guns in it. Um, so thanks for subscribing. You might want to consider whether that's really a good. There's people dying in the world, and you're giving us money. So maybe just you know chew on that while you listen to this episode. And that's the one for patrons. So you know uh, we've covered all bases there. Everyone's included. Right, we're, talk- we're talking about Resident Evil 4 Remake uh, hey. this week, which came out all the way back in March 2023, baby. Reed, say hey. hello to the listeners. Hello, listeners. Happy, I think, happy March. Happy St. Patrick's I, Day. I think you should have an identical long-lost twin brother called Wright. It's like I'm back in elementary oh. school. Did they actually say that to you? <laughs> you you, you read any good books? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> any good books? Any good uh, books? 
It sounds like you went to school with some really cool kids. Um, yeah, Grace is the humor. Yousef, did anyone mock your name while you were at school? Who? What? I don't know. That that's impossible. My my name is like everyone knows my name, how to spell it, how to pronounce it. Um, <laughs> it's really yeah, especially easy. In a, especially in the United States of America. Yeah, it's the cultural melting pot. Haven't you heard? Uh, it's a rich cultural tapestry of country. Everyone, everyone holding hands and right. pronouncing everybody's name correctly, especially the teachers. So, yeah, I was and, I was uh, ready. I was ready to play this game, Resident Evil. Because well, uh, it's about because it's about America. Oh sure. <laughs> I, I was going to ask if you had any particular difficulties with your name, Edward Smith. Um, I I had some nicknames that I didn't like. <laughs> they were given. They were given. In, well, I had one in particular that was given in affection, but was not the type of nickname that you wanted from girls as a sixteen-year-old boy. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what could it be? Okay, okay. I'll, you know, I'll just tell you. I'll just tell you. This is this is this is bonus content. You can bleep it if you want. If nah, whatever, whatever. If people want to call me this, they might think it's adorable. Um, and I, I don't mind. I don't mind. Um, so nowadays, I'm known as Ed. Uh, my full name, of course, is Edward. Uh, oh. At school, at school, I was I was called Eddie. However, I was always known as Eddie, and I was I was um, a little overweight, and for my age, quite hirsute. <laughs> and mm. I think, but but also, I had I had a, a relatively non-threatening kind of avuncular personality. Uh, so a lot of what like an Ewok. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're on the right lines because a lot of girls called me Ed, called me Eddie Bear. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Obviously, when, well, no, not when you're 16 and trying to get your, you know what I mean. But you know, you want to be called like Duke or Buck or that one that I want to fuck. That'd be a good nickname to have when you're 16. That's good. <laughs> everyone, call, everyone calls him the boy I want to fuck. <laughs> and not Eddie Bear. And not yeah. Eddie Bear, which is tantamount to Dickless. You <laughs> The one with no balls and spunk. <laughs> oh. so you, you, anyway, fuck, we're, like, we're seven minutes into this episode. We need to start talking about the game. All right. Um, okay. 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 So I'm, I'm hosting. Right. Yeah. Let's go, go around. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll give you the feed line. Read. Again, no, time. fuck it. You were talking yourself. Yousef, your first yeah. impressions. Resident Evil 4 remake. Please. Yes or oh. no? Good or bad? Resident Evil. First impressions, please. Sure. So I didn't play the original Resident Evil 4. Uh, I don't remember why. I think I was too old and cool. I wasn't playing video games anymore at that point. Because I played like Resident Evil 1 and 2 quite a bit um, when they were first out. But then I kind of stopped. It kind of fell off, the series. Uh, so I wasn't paying attention when 4 came out. I hear it's a good game. Uh, but I haven't, you know, it, kind of, it takes a special amount of energy to go back to old games, I find. Uh, even though when I actually do go back, I'm like, oh, this is actually good. It's like something about like, it, it takes extra effort uh, and willpower which I don't always have, to open up the game. Um, but anyway, I, so this is the first time seeing the game. I had played the remake, the R, RE2 remake, so I, I feel like there's certainly a lineage um, in terms of like the new 
design ethos of the series, or at least in the remakes. Uh, general impressions is uh, Leon's real chunky. <laughs> he's chunky. <laughs> he's like a real beefy guy now. Uh, I, I was kind of confused why he how how he got so so dense as a as a as a man. Uh, if it feels like that too, like, I mean, it's interesting because like the second one, the RE2 remake, uh, there's like, it's like a update on a game where I think you, you couldn't run and shoot. Like you, it had the tank controls when it first came out. It was very difficult to maneuver your character. So the remake was like, oh yeah, this is like a miles better. I can like move and aim and like control like a normal person. Um, like an, it's basically a post RE4 video game, um, and then uh, that like it just that so it felt like playing RE4, like coming from that uh, experience, I just wasn't really like I didn't feel like I was controlling the character. I didn't feel like the character controlled in a way that was uh, that felt intuitive, or I never really mastered the control of the character because it was never like fast enough or responsive enough that I felt like I was like I could do a good job and maybe that was kind of like the point that they were trying to get across like in terms of like you're always like getting injured constantly um and like getting harassed by villagers and and kind of beefing it and running to the corner and and uh just making all kinds of mistakes shooting the wrong gun throwing grenades at yourself uh but it's like a very messy game and that was like that really stood out to me like and i feel like it was that was kind of fighting with a lot of the tone and the characterization of leon as like this special forces guy uh like it was like yeah just like i feel like for a game that was kind of about being a badass like it, you pr- kind of rarely feel that way it reminded me a lot of like uh of the wolfenstein i think new colossus like the sequel especially when i was playing it like when i played it i was like you're supposed to be this like cool guy, but then you can't get shot at all, and you're constantly hunting for uh, health packs. Like it, it, you can't like say what like I'm this kind of character, and then the, make the mechanics uh, make me into a different kind of character. So I feel like that was a very diff- like a big tension I had throughout the game. Uh, whereas like is this is this a survival horror game? Is this an action game? Like I don't think you can really figure that out. Uh, in terms of what I was supposed to feel playing it. So it was kind of a muddy, I just overall kind of a muddy experience. There's a lot going on. It was pretty long. Um, and I just didn't care about the characters. I don't think it's, you're maybe meant to, but um, it is, and also like I, I am curious to go back and play the original just to see how some of that stuff was interpret interpreted or like how it seemed originally because the dialogue is so campy and, and, and goofy that clearly they were trying to go for something uh, comedically, but uh, the, it it being like mixed in a more modern way and presented in a, in a more modern way, like I feel like undercuts that the ability for that stuff to land uh, in the original intended way. So there's a lot there. Rather than respond to it immediately, I want to put a pin in a lot of those points and just go over to read for your overall abstract back of the book, please impressions back of the book mm. uh masterpiece revelation 
innovative. No, it's the wrong. Re- you're thinking of wrong Resident Evil. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no, this one, revelations. I think. Uh, <laughs> I I think uh, with time. I I feel nothing for this game, honestly. I, uh, I Jesus. I no, it's 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 just to me. It's just I'm I'm not. I'm looking at like the timer on the recording. It's like five and a half minutes. I'm thinking, mm, I've got another fifty minutes to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I I feel things about it that I can unpack. But I just, in terms of like, if someone's like, should I play this? I I would a hundred percent at this point say play the original first. Like the original, I think succeeds at everything that's admirable in this version of the game. Um, like far. It does everything far better, I think. Um, I think it's trying to talk about this game not purely in comparison to the original, though. I I don't think if if this like if you held this against other recent Resident Evils, it would be like, well, it's not as exciting or even colorful as like two and three remakes. It's not as kind of brash and uh kind of like halloween decoration fun as like even eight <coughs> it's it's not scary at all which well actually this one does have a little bit more resident evil's never really scary but maybe this one has scares comparable to like the first hour of resident evil 7 it's i don't know if, if you just put this next to all of them i'd be like well it's not a very remarkable resident evil it has a lot of uh, things in it done better elsewhere. Um, the shooting's okay. The pistol is garbage now. And that's in a front. Um, I don't know. No, this... I think largely, like, if, if I had reviewed this game, I think I probably would have been pretty negative on it. I think it's... It's um, money making money disguised as entertainment it's i think completely soulless in a way that i'm becoming like more and more militant on as time has gone by like with dead space and the last of us remake like even just the curiosity of of seeing these things is like seeing like one of those filters you put on your phone where it like gives you bunny ears and blush or like makes you look old or something it's it's just purely like oh look at that you know there's there's just nothing um and I think it's like especially egregious in the case of a game like we saw this in Dead Space and also The Last of Us. And then in the case of the original Resident Evil 4, <clears throat> there's like this weird revisionist stuff, which is like really stinks of people being like it came out in 2005. Therefore, it's like archaic and, you know, you have to operate it by turning a crank or something. And that's not the case. Like the original Resident Evil 4 is... Uh, very good. It looks a bit older, but it is is it's exactly what it's trying to be. I think, and so this this to me is just like it's like a curiosity. It's something that I found extremely interesting for the first like twenty minutes of playing it, and then the main drive to continue on was to like essentially do like a compare and contrast throughout the entire game and then I felt no desire to touch it again after I think you've both put me into an, into a position that I've never ever been in on this podcast 
or with this website or perhaps ever in my life usually it's the other way around where the other person likes something and I'm here to say why no actually it's crap you're stupid for liking it and that is how you talk I, to everyone it's, it's yeah really, that's how I talk to everybody it's abrasive when Even it's like, like a nice guest that we have on or something or like you know it's a seven year old in the in the park with a balloon yeah uh, I, but yeah, I, I I liked Resident Evil Four Remake, and now I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I've, I'm, this is uncharted territory. <laughs> I've got to defend something now. Do it. I've never done that before. I'm usually I'm usually on the attack. Oh God. Uh, okay. I suppose it is my turn. Um. Right. The th- okay. So I I played this game before it came out. I played it pre-launch because I was reviewing it and. Um, partly for the sake of you know a comprehensive review, and then partly because I found it very kind of compelling slash compulsive and replayable. I finished it I think like three times maybe in a, in a week or something, and I took that as a metric that okay this is it's clearly doing something right because I I sometimes find it work to finish a game full stop, let alone to you know replay something over and over again in such a short space of time and what's happened is I I really liked it then and I still like it and I think I've got credible reasons why I also as time has gone on since the game's been on full release speaking to other people reading things watching things I've become increasingly aware of the problems to the point where it's like ah man maybe I was a little bit foolish for liking this thing so much when I did uh, or, or like I did originally, I can see now the issues that I was strangely kind of blind to. Partly, I think that the, there is there is a little. If, if I am if I am like fanatical about anything, if there's a, any like proton of me that is a fanboy, it is for Resident Evil or maybe like James Bond, but basically Resident Evil. And there's a chance that my sort of judgment of the game originally was clouded by that a little but I don't think that much barely even at all like I hated 8 I think 7 is terrible like just because someone says Resident Evil doesn't mean anything to me usually anyway anyway anyway. so I I don't know I I know that it, it automatically draws criticism loses points and sort of earns suspicion and cynicism and like dreariness and and exhaustion um, for being a remake and I agree with that you know so it should uh, and I think that's doubly so for when it's a remake of Resident Evil 4, which I, 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 we all said it, everyone said it. I don't just mean you know us here, but I think a lot of people a- a- everywhere said, well, that game doesn't need to be remade. And it doesn't, and it didn't. And I, I'm not playing Resident Evil 4 thinking, my God, they've improved on this, or, or this was vital, in the same way that I can't imagine playing many remakes and, and thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is absolutely a kind of artless sort of futile exercise if you want in money production futile in the sense of being you know artistically futile expressionistically futile um and i'm not going to defend it as as anything apart from that so for me this this then becomes a question of okay well is, is, is this good entertainment um yes for me it was i totally totally understand and, and felt as well like what Yusef was saying about the way that it controls and the kind of dissonance between how you're positioned as Leon 
in the writing versus how you're positioned as Leon when you play. Um, and I, I certainly see it in Wolfenstein, but I also see it in like the original Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, it's where, came to mind right away you too. Know, and um, I, you know, I, I can sort of accept that as like a bigger problem with games that by now we should have been resolved. We should have been, we should be resolving, but haven't. Um, but I've kind of learned in a kind of Stockholm syndrome type way to just accept. With what you were saying, Reed, about how it doesn't offer much and, and how it's hard to see it as anything apart from you know what it is on on uh, in, in the sense of being like made for sheer kind of cash value. Yeah, again, absolutely. I I, I can't say that this game has like enormous amount of artistic merit but and finally we get to it it for me it sounds really good it looks really good i actually was quite compelled by some of the performances and some of the some of the characters more so than i was in the original game at least if it has anything that it improves on i think that that is an aspect improves underlined as in not a synonym for does really well improves I think it sounds great. I think it looks great. I loved some of the gunfights. I loved some of the set pieces. Yes, they're naturally derivative of the original, but the mechanical changes here were sufficient for me that they felt new. I was absolutely kind of hooked to it. I think it does have kind of an anesthetic um, as well of its own, even above and beyond the original game, and it is an aesthetic that I liked. I think it has uh, a couple of fantastic boss fights, or at least one fantastic boss fight. Um, and Which one? Yeah. Krauser. <laughs> Krauser. I think the Krauser boss fight is one of the best boss fights that... If not the... Resident Evil boss fights, in my experience, are really uh, are quite poor. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I think, was really good. The others in this game, RE4 Remake, are still bad. Um, mm. But the Krauser one was really great. And I actually didn't find it as kind of like unintuitive or sort of like verveless or lacking kind of brio as, as maybe yourselves did. I actually found myself kind of edge of my seat and actually feeling like the fucking big dick action hero quite a lot. Um, I mean, obviously, that's just a natural byproduct of being Eddie Bear. <laughs> um, but it was also a product of playing this game. And I... I don't know. I think I just had I have very different experiences to what you're describing, and I'm really interested to see. No, I think it's interesting what you're how we've how we've got here. Well, mm. I think it's interesting what you're saying too, because like I, I can see the things you're saying, and I can I can you know pour a little boiling water on my ice cold opinion about remakes and be like there is there is some joy in. Like, I was not immune to like playing the first couple hours of like that Final Fantasy 7 remake or going to Shadow Moses in Metal Gear Solid 4 and being like there is something very interesting about kind of seeing these things from a different perspective and kind of like modeled with greater fidelity where these things that sort of force so much imaginative work to fill in the gaps kind of became fully rendered and, and allowed you to live in them in a way that was different than how you lived in them before. I can see that I, yeah, this one didn't do that for me as much. I'm curious so, though too, like, like I, I think this is 
very good because we also have Yusuf's opinion not having played the original one, which I think is very mm. valuable in looking at, you know, I, I can say here that, like, I know you <coughs> as well, Ed, like, you and I both have a uh, great degree of reverence. It feels weird to say about a video game, but I think Resident Evil 4, the original, is, like, an all-timer. It's, it's mm. an excellent game. Um, so I think that colors, like, our to some extent is going to color our, our understandings of this one, but not having that before. Hmm. There's a lot of different stuff to get into. What's the most, I mean, we'll say I will posit one theory, which is like, <clears throat> I just recently was going back and uh, replaying, uh, replaying the game. I do think it is very replayable. That's what's interesting about it. Like, uh, it's more fun to play the second time. And I was trying to figure out why I felt that way. Like, I mean, obviously, like I know where what's going to happen, so I know how to how to plan for it and react to it in a way that I couldn't. I'm also playing it with like the new game plus, like having all the weapons from the previous game or previous run, <clears throat> which also makes it really fun because then you're like, oh, I get to like figure out what weapon I want to use for which encounter, um, in a way that just like I couldn't the first time through was more about. It was leaning harder on the survival horror Resident Evil mode of like gotta conserve ammo, gotta like like being a bit more like uh, on the kind of edge, of, like the limit of your resources. Uh, but I get, but I think that's like that's what's so like like partially it was it was that element of like being like okay now I can be an action hero and now I can embrace that side of it and I can feel like uh, the badass that Leanna's supposed to be. He was still getting hurt every now and then, but not like at that level of like uh, of just completely being overwhelmed. And then um, the other side of it was me thinking like, yeah, like if you know what is going to happen in this game, like does that affect, does that make the experience more one of like kind of returning to an old friend, you know, an old acquaintance where it's like that, not necessarily even nostalgia, but like that familiarity uh, with the with the with like the frame the framing the framework mm-hmm. of the game like allows you to yeah that that well that kind of softens some of the hard edges of the experience because i think when i first played it i was just like there were just a lot of moments of like i mean there were moments that i liked like there were moments of like yeah like i like uh i enjoyed the ashley stealth thing because it was like a change up um, and it was like really cool and spooky and like the fight, fighting against knight armor it felt like kind of interesting tonally uh, knights in armor um, but then like it was followed by either before or after of like some annoying Leon section where you're either being attacked by a bunch of bugs or attacked by a bunch of dogs or attacked by way too many uh, NPCs so that you kind of like you don't it's just like i guess it's for me like those sections especially when i would just die over and over again and like the checkpoints weren't great uh felt like i was like not figuring something out with the game and i wonder if that but then obviously now if i go back to it it, it's not that at all like i I can handle all all that now because i know what to expect i know how to do it but like something about the tutorialization on the on-ramp for me is what i think where i felt like i wasn't I was getting like I was kind of getting yeah all this stuff kind of to 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 reference my essay just like shoved down my face like a bit too much I, like mm-hmm. uh, I think, without I think the, yeah ability to I, digest. 
I think that's really interesting because I think one of the greatest strengths of the original RE4 is it's kind of like clarity and consistency. Mm. Um, and as well as, I, th I think when we talked about that, that original game um, on this show, somebody made the point that throughout the entire game you're doing exactly the same very, very basic thing. Uh, the shooting mechanic is dead, dead basic. Like the, the inputs are so basic in Resident mm. Evil 4. And the, the reason that it shines is because it, it just applies that extremely basic system of mechanics to increasingly imaginative scenarios and set pieces and environments and enemies and things like that. You know, the, the inputs never change um, and are really, really... And it's like the Gears of War thing. They absolutely or portal, right? It's right? just bringing the most out of out of uh, something that you're going to be doing over and over and over. Whereas this game, I I, I can agree, um, it feels like a little bit fussy. This, the 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 aiming feels a little fussy. The kind of customization, the am, the ammo management is is so precarious, like. I started playing it on the professional difficulty and gave up, partly because it got the best of me um, after a certain point. And then secondly, because I was, I was not enjoying it at mm. all, like even as a challenge. And this isn't like a, I'm not very good at video games thing. I mean, it's, it seems like so fucking frail to then start listing your like video game accomplishments. <laughs> like, you know, speed, speed run Resident Evil. Like, I've finished all of the Souls games, blah, 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 blah. Um... And Resident Evil 4 professional mode is feel like it kind of tipped the balance. But I think that this relates to what Yusuf is saying, which is... I'm just uh, imagining all of this as Ed being on a, I on know, a date. I know. <laughs> she's, like, she's like getting a hand. Yeah, she's like, she's have you... Like pointing a coat on. Oh, you write about video games. Played anything? And it's just everything Ed said for the last five years. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, listen, no, I, know, sit, I know this is crass, down, but it, sit down. <laughs> it yeah. begs to be said. I just need to get to this part. Let me explain my credentials first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have cut you off. I just. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's absolutely right, though, right? As soon as you start talking about, oh, yeah, I'm, I think I'm pretty good at video games. Because, uh, you, know, you sound like a fucking huge piece. Um, but yeah, I think that Yusuf is right, as in the, the, like, the checkpointing, the combat. There's just too many moments in this where it feels like it's like telling you off. And it's too kind of punitive. And there's, I think there's like two types of punitive, which is there's the punitive in the sense of I want to overcome this and I can see what needs to be overcome. And I feel like the game is offering me a kind of fair deal. And now it's over to me to, to basically, you know, meet the challenge. And I think that that is when like the Souls games are at their best. And then there's punitive in the sense of this game, which is like, I watched a really interesting clip last night. There's a guy who I watch who's a, a, a kind of professional, basically, Resident Evil speedrunner. Um, my sex appeal just went through the floor. <laughs> I, I watched this guy who's a professional Resident Evil speedrunner. Like, oh, oh, are you going to the bathroom? Okay, why are you bringing your coat and your handbag? <laughs> you don't need those. <laughs> and he, he, he shared this clip, because obviously he microanalyzes the game, where he's aiming at a, one of the explosive barrels. And the crosshair is like dead center on it. The crosshair is like completely on this barrel. And then when he fires, it misses and, and like goes wide by like three <laughs> feet. Because the game is sort of rigged on the professional difficulty or thereabouts to, mm. you know, to, to, to do you like that. And honestly, it feels like there's quite a lot of the, that in this game to the point where 
it just like totally undermines what should be the experience of the game. And I, th- I don't think that's ever true for Resident Evil 4. And on the one hand, that's a kind of criticism of like the mechanics, where it doesn't play properly. But also, it's like there's a misunderstanding on the directors and the creators of this game as to what the kind of sensual, you know, emotive experience of this thing is supposed to be, which is like momentum, which is like power, which is like action, which is like, you know, um, energy. And there's so much Mm -hmm. of it that kind of works against that. Uh, That's a really good point. That's a good point. Yeah. This is my last point, which is that you remember when Mike shows up in the helicopter? Right, yeah, yeah. And in the, ori- in, the ori- in the original game, it's like, oh, fuck, you know, this guy's here, he's come to save me. And I've been alone this entire time, and finally this guy's appeared. And it's like, it's, it's spectacular, because now you see these enemies that have been giving you trouble for, you know, the past eight or nine hours, and he's just cutting them in half, and you're just kind of breezing through. In this one, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I've changed my tune, haven't I? Because I really like this game about five minutes ago. But in this one, he appears... He does like a little bit and then he buggers off because like oh there's this AA gun that now you've got to go and destroy so he's gone and then you destroy the AA gun and he comes back and then he says sorry bud uh, I've run out of ammo so you're on your own and so well, that's not the point of this sequence the point of this sequence is like oh you know the mic's here and he's going to fucking kill everybody and it's this huge kind of relief but this game like kills it right away and I think that that becomes sort of emblematic of one of the issues here. That, yeah, it, it's like working against its kind of experiential pleasures a lot yeah. of the time. Okay, I'm going to yeah, shut up. No, I think a that's... Good, a good long time. Yeah. I do really like... I won't go too long, but I do really like that point. I think that is like... It's like... And obviously always comparing... You can't not talk about Souls, unfortunately. Uh, just because there's so few other examples of like games that understand how to make you feel put upon like or like kind of like in this position of i am overwhelmed but i can squeak i can squeak through like i like and also like feel embodied in the character to an extent that like you are just like you don't like you don't want your character to get hurt (laughs) like you feel bad Mm -hmm. and this one like it feels like when you get hit when leon gets hit it's just like ugh, it's just annoying yeah (laughs) It's not like, oh god, this is terrifying. You need to wait for him, right? Like to collect yeah. himself again. You're just like, oh yeah, they slash hit him with the thing. I like, guess just like the whole thing is like, it, yeah, there's something very like depersonified, like or just very detached about it, where you are like, like you're not. Yeah, I just don't feel embodied. Like when it when it goes wrong, or like when it, like when it goes wrong, it's more just like hitting this wall of frustration and yeah, like being punished in a way that is like. Yeah, you're just like, well, I didn't learn anything, and I want, I need to do it again. Or I learned a little bit, but like enough, like to maybe get through this, but not to feel accomplished when I do. Yeah, and yeah, I think so. A lot of what it comes down to for me, because I was thinking a lot, also with your essay, Yusuf, about it being kind of like this, like carnival ride that is just too much or or like the three house of horror where it's like homer in hell being fed like the endless donuts except homer likes that is the <laughs> is one part of it but i would mm-hmm. say that like there are very few games where even if i'm really enjoying them like i well, I have a nicotine addiction, so that doesn't help. But, like, generally, like, an hour is, like, kind of, like, okay, I need to put this down. At least just, like, 
stretch my legs and do something else for like even five minutes to keep playing. Um, there are some games where I actually lose track of time and just will want to continue playing them for kind of as long as I can. And um, the original Resident Evil 4, I think, has that. And so I think I was thinking about that and why it... Because the things you're saying I, in, in the essay that's up on bullet points, you should read it, is, uh, I, I think, applied to the original one, but there's something just very, like, minutely different that paces out the kind of exhaustion of, like, you know, retrying to fight or something. Um, I, I don't know how much you can put on the original one has this adaptive difficulty that I don't know how true and, and how complex that system really is. It always felt like, you know, maybe some kind of like nonsense marketing thing, but it also kind of always felt true in a sense that like when you play the original game, you always feel like you're kind of, you're, you're challenged, but you're not like, uh, you're not put upon so horribly. Whereas in this one, I felt like there were some fights where it's, it's like I swung the camera kind of the wrong way or I used too many bullets of one gun and, and that like came back to bite me. Um, but I think maybe my main points that I would make here, and unfortunately they are kind of both related to like comparison, is that, and this sounds like somewhat minor, but I think you'll both know what I mean by this. In the original game with the pistol, when you shot one of the... Uh, villagers in the head it was like popping bubble wrap or something it was like the most satisfying you know <laughs> serial killer kind of shit thing but like <laughs> it was like one of the most satisfying actions in a video game like the feedback of it is like perfect the 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 buck of the gun even when it's upgraded just becomes better like how it gets steadier and more powerful um and you do that so much <clears throat> and it's kind of similar like i think the pistols in in the remake are not as good generally but you know some of the guns are better i think the shotguns were decent in this one if i'm remembering right but just sort of all the guns in the original had this kind of thing where shooting them and hitting home where you're trying to hit is just so satisfying like so you can do it over and over and over and over and over and it just remains like compelling like in the way that like clearing the line in tetris remains compelling the other thing too i think is that and i wrote a bit about this and how this one kind of you know the greater fidelity of this one it's it's something similar i noticed playing dead space like the original dead space in the summer and then playing the remake uh earlier this year and I think it applies to this one as well, is that you get like a visual fatigue in this one. Not to say that this game looks bad or anything. I think it's less colorful. I think some of the environments in this game look great um, and do evoke like what they're going for. And it is sort of, it, it is interesting in its own right, like as a comparison piece. But the original game had this like real, it was just like detailed enough that it, had a great sense of atmosphere it had this like sort of foggy like humid 
cold feeling, like this kind of like rainy feeling to all of it. Um, but everything looked different enough as you were going where it kind of felt like you were like, you know, progressing through a great long tunnel that was like different colors every, you know, kilometer or so. And so there was just something I think like your brain was not overloaded with detail and it was just kind of like consistently being like, well, now I'm in this part that's kind of like colored this way. that kind of like feels this way. And then it was changing it often enough that that sense of like being kind of like battered about the brain with too much information was not quite there because it wasn't as loud. It wasn't like super detailed and begging for you to like soak in everything. Um, Mm -hmm. And I guess the last point to that too, I think it also, that changed the way it felt to play it as well. It was like, you know, something similar with like, um, you know, the first Metal Gear Solid or something. It's just, um, you are seeing pretty much what you need to see to have this great sense of atmosphere. It's not so much that you're getting distracted from the main thing you're trying to do, which is identify opportunities for shooting and moving around and collecting things and like blowing up barrels and so forth and so on. Anyway, that's like a really long winded way of like really boring, like formalist view of why I think this one is just sort of like more like the pace just isn't really there. I, it's just stunning to me. I don't know. You you disagree. Well, it's just like, I don't know how the, uh, our responses are so like, Divergent. I mean, I, I I thought it was, I thought it was, like very well paced. I thought that. Well, okay, wait, no, pause. Uh, I thought one thing that was missing from this one actually is related to pace, and that is the kind of sense of, kind of smoke breaks, if you like, between gun battles. I think that the original had that really down pat, and so did the remakes of two and three. And in this one, it was relentless to its, you know, to its detriment. It's that kind of more is less thing. Um, but I nevertheless felt like it very sort of deftly moves from location to location. I think it does a very good job of kind of clarifying more than the original does who who everyone is and uh, what's going on and why I think that it kind of very sort of tactfully and quite kind of thoughtfully ramps up the kind of quantity and the difficulty and the type i guess of like enemies and and like your the abilities that those demand from you um and also i i disagree about the the headshot thing i thought the guns in this game felt fucking excellent and sounded great mm and looked great and like the pump action shotgun is fantastic yeah and i like the matilda the handgun the red nine's got a great kind of pop and some of the gore oh i thought it was like the tmp the way it sort of like fucking like rips them apart when you kind of put a whole clip of tmp into them i thought was terrific um the gore is really good in this i thought it was superior in, in, in that in that kind of we need a term for this here at bullet points because we talk about this this a lot this kind of whatever it is the sort of aesthetic pleasure of 
like gun sound meets impact meets enemy reaction in um, entertainment in entertainment <laughs> i i think all of that is better in this one than the original that's partly really? obviously owing to yeah i seriously do uh. i really do well but that's interesting because shotgun headshots which i to me are a kind of like yardstick for resident evil game quality Shotgun headshots in the remake of Resident Evil 2, I think, are worse than in the original Resident Evil 2. So it's it, it partly it's a technology thing, but it's not all. It's not entirely a technology thing. Whereas in this one, it's like it all feels kind of weightier and nastier and fucking like grubbier. Um, it does. It does feel that... grubbier. There is a sense in this one of the first one in a way I like, but also this is again like. If, if there are more of these kind of like market differences this one has kind of like a greasier like mechanical feel and the other one the original had sort of like a yeah like that bubble pop like and also like a cartoonishness to it of of everything yeah. I, I think that like breathless is a word I don't mean the um, I, I don't mean the Jean-Luc Goddard film I mean <laughs> it's got a sort of breathlessness um, this game Kind of like a Max Payne threeness in some places, hmm. um, and you know I don't make that comparison. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. It's it's, it's just kind of like heavy and and physical, and a bit sort of panicked and, and sort of. Sweaty. Do you think it's like Canyon Lynch two? I think Canyon Lynch. One of the failings of Canyon Lynch two, fucking ah, it's a tangent. Is that the, the <laughs> gunplay in Canyon Lynch two is a little bit too um, clean and sort of functional. Hmm. The the um, aiming is perfect though. Of, of, do you reckon? Well, I think it's perfect the way you just sort of like are always like spraying, like it's it's oh, chaotic okay. and it's, but it is a little too. It... Anyway, so you move and you get in and out of cover, kind of like anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I for me, Resident Evil Four the remake um, had a, a a pleasing kind of sort of clunkiness and weight. Um, and in some cases, I think as Yusuf alluded to at the start of the episode, it's to its detriment because it just feels unintuitive and it feels fussy and unfair and contrary to the game's kind of premise and writing and characterization. And that's true as well. But when it works, and there are times where it really does, I, I, I felt like, yeah, I was kind of slogging it out in a way that works for me kind of mechanically works for me kind of aesthetically and then also has like a kind of dramatic uh, resonance as well you know it's like I've got to fucking get through this to fucking save the girl which is like a really basic narrative but they 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 kind of work it into how the gunplay feels I think here. Um, I will say in this one there is a greater sense that Leon is has been battered and in terms of like mm. the action movie homage of, I think all Resident Evil games really, but you know, with like you know the end of the game, you're kind of on a helicopter or sea do or something, and it's like the sunrise, like you've made it, you've made it through the night, um, kind of feeling of that like action movie uh, thing. Like you do have a bit more like John McClane at the end of Die Hard. In this one of of and maybe that has to do with fidelity as well of leon does seem like he's taken a lot more licks than uh but you know what 
not to kind of double back on myself slash cut you off as well, but just in terms of, again, what Yusuf was saying about how the writing kind of undermines everything. And I think what I mentioned as well about how it's kind of working against itself and what the sort of pleasures of it are. The ending's really weird because he's blasting off into the sunset on the jetpack and then you get Hunnigan on the radio being like, Leon, Leon, Leon. And like, he doesn't answer her. Like the, the sign-off is her being like, where the fuck are you? I'm really worried. As he jets off into the sunset. Well, because they didn't figure out how to... Well, there's nothing to figure out. But the original was a James Bond ending. It was him saying, like, let's go... I'm going to go have sex with this minor, I guess. No, he turns <laughs> her down. He turns her down. The original. Yeah, he. Yeah, she's. She's way more explicit about it. In this one, she says, like, you know, I could t- talk to my dad, get you get you onto my detail. It's what she says in the remake. In the original, she says, uh, when we get back, how about you put in some oh, yeah, yeah. overtime? And he says, he sort of like laughs it off and says, no. And then he tries to flirt with Honigan in the original, and she, no pun intended or euphemism, blows him off. <laughs> and that's where it ends. In in this one, he turns down Ashley, and then they drive off, and Hunnigan's like almost in tears because she thinks he's dead <laughs> on the radio. No, listen to it again, seriously. Watch the ending. Okay, okay. again. She's like close. Yeah. She's like close to hysterics. It's like, very like sna- snake, snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I was watching it, thinking, right, he's just going to like answer her, and there's going to be like a quip, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm right here, or something like that. No, it never comes. It's a really weird ending. Um, and it just goes back to that whole like, do they quite understand what they what this is meant to be, or what it feels like this is meant to be? I, mean, I do think like the Ashley. Th- it's interesting how the Ashley line is more subtle this time, where it is like you're like, okay, like clearly she's suggesting that it's like it's like a House of Dragon situation where she sleeps. With, he's her he's her protector, and then she fucks him. <laughs> like that's pretty much what she's suggesting, um, but. And doing it in a more nuanced way, but yeah, and then it's still like, but then you still have somebody like Leon, who's just like, like not everything gets upgraded, like so it's like it's so like you're like what, Leon? Who is this guy? Leon doesn't, Leon doesn't have sex though, right? He's not interested. absolutely well, not, absolutely not. No, nobody in Resident Evil. No, no, no. A- Ada has sex. sex. Come on, Ada does. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, it's net. There's there's one, and I mean one kiss, in the entire Resident Evil series. Where's which, which oh, is well. when yeah. Claire Crick kisses Steve. Spoilers for Resident Evil Code Veronica. Uh, <laughs> Claire kisses Steve Burnside because he's fucking dying and he's got a boner for her, and she gives him a sort of sympathy kiss as he fucking dies. And that <laughs> and that is that is it. No one like the characters might be like eyeball fucking one another. But nothing, there's no couples, there's no kissing, there's no sex. Hey, what about Ethan and Mia? Do they kiss? They have a baby. Supposedly. No, they don't. They, it's not theirs, it's fucking, they have isn't a, it Mother Miranda or something? They have a some baby. I forget the lineage of that baby. But you carry... Some, and, and this is some of the most Mia's advanced a, baby Mia's tech a mom, in video games. No, me as a mold woman. It's a mold woman. <laughs> but the, the, I can't. I can't remember. I'd have to go back. I, I do think overall your argument is is right. Yeah, it's not like like because I was just watching. We were watching the Nolan Batman's recent like 
the weekend or something. Uh, and it was like, it's, those movies. <laughs> like, but like exactly, but no, but it's like, right. It's like, he's like, it's like very similar characterization where it's like, I'm an injured male. Uh, I'm going to surround myself with like, I'm going like, I, I'm going to like bring these women near me, but I'm also like, my whole thing is like, you know, getting off on being inaccessible. Um, and like, so I think like, and just like kind of that, like, it's like, there's like, and I mean, the game kind of sort of toys with it. I mean, in some ways by like bringing that, uh, the other guy, the Spanish guy (laughs) into it, uh, uh, where he's like, I love, I love having sex. Of course I'm Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite thing. That's one of his lines. It's like, Leon, have you tried it? (laughs) Oh, what? What are you talking I, about? I love having sex. <laughs> the ladies hey, love me. The ladies love me. I like to have sex with my peeps. It's like, what ladies, dude? You're like in an island surrounded by like... Yeah, that's true. Dirty that's, villagers. Yeah, Population of 400. I think, they're, I think they're saving up all of the Resident Evil sex until like one game where it's just going to be... Like a total fuck fest from start to finish. These games have like, become less. I feel like there's less evidence of sex in them than there used to be. There used to be something, yeah. which is certainly reflective of the culture too, right? Yeah, it's more mar- marvelized and like kind of Disney Disneyfied. The original Resident Evil Two has a villain called the Licker. I mean, you know sure do. Mm-hmm. Well, and it goes back. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I've adopted your your reading of the the original playstation resident evil as being a like a a, like a porn movie where the actual sex is replaced by shooting monsters it's a it's a porn parody of resident (laughs) yeah Yeah. and i think for the original four even though leon is is leon they also they did stuff they tweak certain things to appeal to modern sensibilities. I think it was for like, um, do you see that screenshot of people being like new, new RE4 is like woke garbage because you can't look up Ashley's skirt or something. And it had like all these things. Right on. Yes. Right on. About like, it was incredible. Uh, it was like this detailed list of all the ways that Ashley was not properly sexualized in this version, which made it a failing. But they were doing this stuff before, like the last time I played Resident Evil 4, I played it on virtual reality. I went into Resident Evil 4. I mind melded (laughs) with Leon S. Kennedy. And Uh I think there were even things with that or one of the like PC re-releases where they they clip certain lines from it that were Mm. like, Mm. you know, maybe not a good look. Um... But it all adds, like, to something. Like, there was, like, sort of a a late-night horror feel to, uh, like, a schlock kind of feel to Resident Evil 4 where it feels like in an alternate reality, like, there would have just been, like, topless scenes for no reason, you know? Like, it, it kind of yeah. had that sort of feel to it. Like, listen, we're just... Um, oh, Christ, what's his name? Roger uh, Corman? Yeah. Uh, of just like the original Resident Evil 4, you had the sense that it was like 
we're we're pulling out all the stops here. Like anything that's... that would have that would yeah that would have been a great direction to put push it in. Honestly, imagine if they had done it more like kind of like a VHS like kind of like. Well, I feel uh, like they want like, to, feel... but they're, they're, they're absolutely did not <laughs> come. Yeah, like they could exactly. This is this, and that is the, the kind of the almost like not the Disneyfication, but something along those lines, right? Where it's like, okay, we, we're making movies more gritty now and more violent, but even less sexual or something. like, Or like the violence, even the violence. I mean, like you can, yeah, it's like there's... Because it's like... Because then it, it then touches on the other aspects of the themes that haven't been updated, like killing a bunch of foreign-speaking people. <laughs> um, yeah. And like, you're just like, oh, that's the little thing. Um, and that doesn't have to change. And you're just like, Okay, like, but but you could see it. You could have like lampshaded it in a way that felt updated. Like I, I didn't. I have to play the original to really like make a judgment call. Uh, but I think like just like playing this, and I mean obviously, and also knowing about like the, the Resident Evil right after this one, where they go to Africa and do the same thing, and actually, with, like people were like, okay, you can't do that. <laughs> but like uh, this, I like you could make it this situate like you, you could f- frame it in a way where it's like think of like a budget movie goes to like europe to shoot uh you know like kind of uh almost right. like um like giallo like ask like yeah. uh hard production like it doesn't make any sense that they're speaking spanish but it's like because of the these these like weirdo production constraints or something or like something some commentary but like this is like everything is up upgraded and look and look it looks like polish and triple a and then it's like but you haven't really like, but what is like? What are you trying to say? <laughs> you, they, they haven't like changed that, well, like, or they haven't made it make any sense to me. It's really funny when you look at, I guess, barring five, which is its own aberrant, like morally reprehensible kind of creation, um, where it's like four is like. When you, when you look at kind of like B-movie production, you have like four is like Southern Europe kind of like, you know, you could make the Giallo or like the Spaghetti Western, like filming in Italy on a budget kind of thing. Six, I think a lot of it takes place in... No, maybe actually six is mainland China. I thought it was Hong Kong for some reason. And then you have like, you know, the American South, like lo-fi, like found footage aesthetic stuff smushed into it. And then like Romania... Like, you have all these things mm-hmm. where it is this sense of, like, all these great locations to have this this kind of, like, yeah, th- these these kind of, like, geographical markers for shooting B-horror, which, mm. I don't know, I, I feel like Resident Evil at this point is too muddled to understand what makes it work beyond the mechanical aspects of it, which I think for a lot of people, I guess, is enough, but they feel joyless as a result like you don't have i don't know this game also made me think about playing eight again it made me feel a bit more forgiving of eight as as being something that actually like went for it more um oh, which but it's a goddamn it, it well it is but it like to me there was some spirit there was some I, life to it that like no you see i think i think eight goes for it in a way well it wants to be four again right I think, it, I think it goes for it in a way that, like, multiverse movies mm. go for it. 
and it's it, this kind of like yeah we're, not, we're gonna put werewolves in there and there's vampires and there's like a sort of dragon boss and there's this guy who's like magneto yeah okay uh, uh, yeah i know what you mean uh, and it's like uh, and it's like a sort of smoke screen because it makes a certain it's it, it from a certain angle it looks like oh wow they're being really creative and and you know just kind of like inventive and a bit brave and experimental but actually, it's just kind of combining a lot of things that have got a proven track record. They should have um, pared it down. I, I like the Monster Mash kind of like, you know, it's the thing I think when I wrote about it, I talked about the the, the most promise in 8 is that scene where Ethan wakes up and they're all looking at him. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you see the, the gallery of, of freaks. But that's what, um, but it, that's what Resident Evil used to be. That's what it used to be. Like the bosses in maybe the original two games. Well, yeah, and the like idea there's, of... There's a giant snake, there's a tyrant, there's, you know, a, the William Birkin thing, a sort of G-monster. It was like a, a rogues gallery of different kind of monsters, but it had like a sort of... They, they had a, a through line, I guess. Yeah. Um, I was just going to... I, I, I was going to talk about, very briefly, Yusuf's point about how... <laughs> It's still a game where you're like a white guy shooting a bunch of foreign people, right? And it's it kind of it physically pains me to say this, but this game does actually improve on the original in one very very important respect, which is in this game they are it's set in Spain and they're speaking Spanish in a Spanish accent. In the original game, it's set in basically Spain. It's never confirmed. But all of the voice actors are Mexican and mm. have Mexican accents <laughs> mm. and are speaking Mexican Spanish, um, which is not the, the, which is not me defending Resident Evil Four. No, yeah, yeah. It's simply no. It, it's more. To, it's more to sort of just like representation matters. Fact. It's yeah. It's more just to kind of remember the fact that in the original it was like, imagine having a game that's set in New York and everyone's speaking English in like a German accent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like that does speak to like how like yeah, but that's what, that's what's so interesting about it because it's like it still doesn't make any fucking sense. Have you played Resident <laughs> Evil Five, Yusuf? I know, I uh, no. Okay, <laughs> I haven't but, played Resident. Evil I mean, 5. I mean, the full title of Resident Evil Five is Lenny Riefenstahl. <laughs> Resident Evil Five, yeah, exactly. Um, A triumph of Resident Evil Five's will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But that, but yeah, yeah, I know. It's like that's what's so weird about it. It's like I'm not like actively upset playing Resident Evil Four, where I'm just like, you know, like you're just like kind of. It's just like a head scratcher, because like yeah, they have totally. elements where it's like, oh, you know, it's talking about like corrupt aristocracy, sort of. Yeah. But not. But but then what? Like do you? Remember, like it's like. Do you remember? Yeah. It was the article that it's the article you sent me reading. I, I forget the author. And I. I I would like to maybe put this in the show notes or something about the character of like a president's daughter now being mm. so different. Oh, that was you know, uh, back in John Bales, who's contributed Thank to the you. site before, wrote about Ashley. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. And how, you know, in 2005, when everyone was kind of like slightly high off the celebrity that Chelsea Clinton had had. And then also in the years afterwards, we had like, you know, the Obama's daughters, whose names I also can't remember. How that kind of Ashley in the game sort of, you know, was comfortable. Whereas now you think of like President's daughter and you think of like... Tiffany. Ivanka Trump. Tiffany. Who's Tiffany? Tiffany. The best, the best one. 
Who's Tiffany? Who, who's Tiffany? She's the one that doesn't get talked about. There's a Trump named Tiffany. A daughter. Really? Yeah. Well, first I've heard of this person. She looks... Tiffany Trump. She looks more like her dad than her mom. So I think that's oh, okay. part of the reason they they shoot her away into the corners. What about what about Jenna Bush, though? She was a real hot mess. <laughs> I don't remember Jenna Bush. Oh, she was she getting... She, dr- she, she, she getting, didn't really make over here. She's getting drunk... She's oh, getting like yeah. publicly, yeah. And like she was always like trashed, and let's get all these like pictures coming out about her. She was, I mean, uh, Bush was really a prototype for Trump. Yeah, mm. uh, but yeah, Trump obviously took it to another another level. But you're right. I think you're right that it's like, I don't know. But then it's another kind, it, kind of strange like Arrested Development thing where, yeah, that that character still exists just as she was basically in 2005. Yeah. Now in 2023. But it is still. Uh, it does, to me, just feel so, very anachronistic. And, and like, anachronistic mm. with, like, such a sheen, with a sheen of polish on it, like, you know. But it's, like, you're, like, what am I, like, it's, like, looking at, it's, like, looking at a an AI picture of, a, of an AI-generated art of a character. Well, that, <laughs> that is what really she fucking looks like to me. It's, like, why is she wearing a, a corduroy yeah. blazer well, and, like, it's... tweed everything? <laughs> It's like her it's Ivy really League outfit, right? Like, yeah, but yeah. like from the '80s by way of 2005, <laughs> like fast forwarded to 2023. Yeah, yeah she's in the Breakfast Club, Mean Girls, <laughs> yeah. and so wearing all um, the outfits combined. Yeah, <laughs> and reasons why. I. It's funny that you said that AI thing because. Uh, strap on your seatbelts. I'm about to labor a metaphor here. In the way that like, AI is, you know, it produces a kind of gestalt based on lots of, you know, material and imports that it's kind of scraped from the internet and, and other kind of prompts and things. So, you, you know, you put in like barbecue and it just produces this image of like a bunch of beer cans, fire, mm-hmm. and people laughing maniacally. <laughs> um, I, I think that Resident Evil 4 Remake has, has got a bit of that syndrome, as in. It's this horrible kind of like almost like incestuous, endlessly recursive circle of Resident Evil 4. Re- Resident Evil 4 comes out, inspires games like Dead Space, The Last of Us, and then those mm. inspire Resident Evil 4 Remake. And it's it's like the games that Resident Evil 4 inspired now inspire the remake of Resident Evil 4. And the, yeah, there is something about that that is just very saddening. <laughs> That's mm. that's the like thought trail I've been going down with these. Um Yeah. Like these remakes are I guess like in isolation. It's like when The Last of Us Part One came out. Like I, I wrote a thing for Game Informer essentially saying, Let's not get stuck in the trap of compare and contrast with everything here. Let's just say this is another version of something. It doesn't replace the original and that's kind of always been my theory, but I think volume um, is, uh, and and I think we're you know strapped in. I think this is the the mainstream games industry finds incredible new ways to be disappointing every year, right? Like it um, from the time I started writing about games, uh, both media and and the the mainstream games that are are going to be covered the most have gone through this like spike of it seems like interesting things are happening uh like 
in terms of opportunities, the people writing about things, the, the subject matter itself, very exciting. Um, I feel like maybe in the last like five years or so, things have been trending downward in this like in this way where the AI stuff is not totally divorced from it's it's another symptom of the, the same way NFTs were last year of just this cultural sucking wound that is just like taking mm -hmm. over the whole body and I think remakes are um, something that you know when they showed off the Final Fantasy 7 remake trailer or whatever and there's like guys jumping on their desks at you know videogamemasturbatorist.com or whatever and you can see why these people are excited even though it's embarrassing like chill grow up um, take these things a little bit more responsibly but you can see why people are excited this stuff wasn't happening all the time and now it's like it's like the same thing when people are like the the dark knight uh and they're like wow incredible or like the first avengers when people were all excited and it's like well now this is a this is it this is what we have and it makes you look at it in a way where i think pessimism is maybe a bit more warranted that um not only are we dealing with like endless sequels and reboots and things of that kind now we're just remaking the same shit and it's it's harder to just say it is what it is and just look at them all in isolation it, it just becomes like really dismal like culturally it, it mm. just is the kind of thing that makes you not want to engage with this medium at all anymore um so it's too much to yeah. maybe to hang it on resident evil 4 entirely but it's it's certainly a simple well it helps ex it helps explain some of the unease around it right yeah where you're just like you're like you're like Especially as critics, we're supposed to like, we're supposed to look back at we're supposed to look at this thing and write about it, uh, but it's like kind of everything you everything you write about it just is like you can't like it's almost like it's hard for us to say something new well, even... when the game is not allowing like the game is so like in conversation with like every step of the process for the past like thirty years. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you think even, like, that kind of recursive stuff that we're talking about and drawing from the past, and even maybe this is too insular to be interesting to, you know, people who haven't been afflicted with the plague, like the three of us, but it's, it is that thing. Like, Yusuf, like, saying there is supposed to be this memory. And there isn't a memory in, in criticism in games anymore either. Um, you know, we're were perverse spectacles of, of just crumbling human beings by still doing this at our age right like and and i think that's how the game industry needs to function you, you can't have people who remember playing this game in 2005 and being like oh this is fresh and exciting um and then playing it again now uh and and seeing that it's maybe not something to cheer that we're kind of headed in a downward direction i don't know maybe i'm just overly pessimistic right now <laughs> but yeah also in the original there was this statue of sadler and it was huge and you like had to fight enemies on it and his hands went up and down and then when you finish this little puzzle section 
you had a quick time event where you had to run down a hall like the Indiana Jones uh, boulder with the statue chasing you and it was Sadler made of stone and they took that out yeah that sucks doesn't it yeah that's that sucks man I did like uh, when I first played through the game I bought the bazooka because I was like okay then I realized there was only one shot mm. but it was like 80,000 <laughs> Hours. But then I saved it for the boss and I <laughs> killed him in one shot. <laughs> there you go. That makes it worthwhile. And that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh, what did you think of the lake in this one and the intro, Yusuf? Those are specific. Those are. Uh, you mean the lake, like the boat sections exploring it? Uh, or just like the lake monster? Or just like when you came to the lake, kind of, and. And we're like, oh, I'm going to go on a boat. And then the monster attacks uh, you. Uh, Nothing. I mean, well, I, I, it's the kind of, it's definitely that thing where it's like, oh, yeah. Video, like, you know, you kind of see, like, you, like, you're like, oh, that's what, you can see how inspirational the game is. Where it's like, okay, let's going to throw in this extra thing. Like, we're going to throw in this, like, unrelated, like, uh, this, this mechanical vignette uh, that feel, makes the game feel like this epic action uh, adventure thing that's very simple like you're not doing anything special mm-hmm. but like it's all about the cinematic like approach to it so yeah i mean i, go, I thought that was like interesting um and uh i mean my thing with the beginning was like when i f- looking back on it now i think it's kind of di- looking back on it, playing it a few times like I, I actually was like okay this is actually pretty interesting like as a um like in a design in a design sense like because you can like you enter the village you get swarmed by villagers uh and then if you go to different buildings like different encounters happen um it's pretty impressive like how like scripted it is like or how like kind of robust the scripting is uh like it feels like it could be its own like like it's almost like it feels like a vignette in a way like a a, a thought out vignette in a way that few other things like do and, and that's like where I think the game is at its best where like it reminds me of you know things like Titanfall 2 like being like so hailed as it because of their because them making a game where you can just like each level is like if not like you're still doing the same functional loop but like you are but like they throw in some um, X factor that makes it you feel like you're doing a self-contained vignette um mm-hmm. and i think that yeah that like looking looking back in the intro like when i first played it, i actually was not did not not into it because it's it was like it was that same tension of being like am i supposed to run am i supposed to shoot them I'm supposed, like it wasn't the sign there was no signpost like they really like don't really tell you what to do um and like so it was frustrating but i think it's like looking like in retrospect i'm actually more I've warmed up to it more. Um, but yeah. Why do you ask about those two specific places? Those are just two things that, like, when I played this game... I played it on PlayStation 2, and it, I think it had been out for, like, maybe a year or two at that point. I can't remember mm-hmm. for sure. But I remember playing it and being like, hell yeah. Like, video games are cool. Mm. <laughs> in in a period of time when I was playing like barely anything, this is like one of the one of the few I played mm-hmm. at that time, 
And I remember like the lake specifically as being like, oh, they're they're putting everything in this game. This was uh, yeah, like when the monster first showed up, like like very much like you know the the feeling of like you want to stand up and applaud and be like you're doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, the lake in the original though too, you didn't. Correct me if I'm wrong, Ed. You don't get off the boat at different... Like, it didn't have that kind of, like, nah, explore the lake. This... Yeah, no, nah, there's none of that. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think the opening as well, just, like... Yeah, just the the confidence of, of the way it opens, the way it looks. And uh, especially in the original. And this one, I was surprised. Like, I died, I think. I think it took me two or three tries, like, still getting used to the controls. Mm-hmm. Um it's hard i died in that one way more than in the rest of the game um like it's I, yeah it's like that yeah that's a good like but it's like for i guess you can see like one argument being like oh yeah like they're they're trying they're it's like you know they're making it they're trying to like lean more into this like ex, this in, intense experience and then like but you're also it's like but it's also but the game is so inconsistent like in like a pure in pure formalist design terms like you're like you know yeah why why are the why is half the bosses like a joke and then like i can't i, I spend like 10 lives trying to kill the chainsaw witches the chainsaw ladies <laughs> like because you're in a tiny room and then they instantly kill you um yeah like it just like it feels i'm like maybe the people making this remake don't know how to make a game like as tightly as the original team did it's but very possible. So much I don't know. of what they're doing in it too is like reactive in a sense. Like there are Ed would have definitely noticed these too. Like there there are a lot of points in this game where um where they'll actually like pull tricks on you based on your memory of the original one. I'm trying to think of a good example of this. Um There's like places like you're you're going into a door somewhere where you wouldn't expect something to be and there is something there because there wasn't something there in the original game you know they'll pull those kind of things on you and yeah the village in the first game like one of the things that's also uh interesting to remember is like when you controlled leon in that game like at least in my experience of, of i wasn't playing many video games at the time when that came out but like controlling Leon was like a revelation. It was like, this is fantastic. Like it just felt so good in a way that third person action games hadn't felt um, that responsive and that kind of like tight before. And so the village thing was just like, it was like playing like the demo of like Metal Gear Solid 2 when you're just like, wow, I just want to run around the tanker forever just trying all these different things. Um, and just sort of enjoying the feel of the movement of the character. I don't know. Yeah, Is that the, fair, Ed? Yeah. With you having played the original back when it came out? Yeah. Yeah, that's basically true. <laughs> like, this was, like, think... pre-Gears of War and everything as well. Pre-Gow. 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 PG. Anyway, I feel like and... that was, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like we're bad for beating up on the game so much. <laughs> yeah, 
No, I'm just, I'm, I'm just very tired. It's nearly nine o'clock. <laughs> well, I can, I'm yeah. not. I can tell by that most recent response, and that's what I was gonna. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah. call out there. <laughs> There's definitely interesting discussion because it's like it's, yeah. it's a weird game, but I'm glad we played, we covered it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm much more, I'm much yeah. more glad we covered it than than say Dead Space, and maybe that's because I didn't play the original Resident Evil Four, but the Dead Space remake was like for me a complete waste of my time. <laughs> it's like mm. this is so stupid. This is such a stupid it, game. Why does it was a Dead Space? Why it was it was literally Dead Space? You're absolutely right, and that's like <laughs> it's so sad. Well, I mean, Resident Evil what? Four is more interesting than Dead Space, I think. What game should they remake next? Uh, Let's finish the episode on that. Uh, Redfall. That came out last week. Put that out again. Yeah, yeah, they, should, they should do a good version of that, yeah. They should do that needs a remake. Horizon Forbidden West. It's time to remake that. I don't know. They're gonna apparently they're gonna remake some Metal Gears. Which is a real Oh like Konami without him there? That's good. Yeah, without <laughs> who gives a, who, without the boy. Who gives a shit? Do you think... Who fucking gives a shit? I don't care. I'll play those, because I have to see it. I have to know. Snake, I'm going to remake all of the Metal Gear Solid <laughs> games, but make them really badly. That's a, that's a really oh, good... Liquid. That's a really good liquid. <laughs> liquid. Stop remaking Metal Gear. <laughs> big Boss was already in his late 50s when they did the Big Boss remake. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was bollocks. <laughs> Who would they? Sorry, I've, I've, I've gone a bit. Les enfants terribles. Uh, Les enfants terribles. <laughs> the terrible remix. <laughs> <laughs> they gave your remake all the dominant genes. My remake got all the recessive genes. <laughs> That's good. I mean, we should do we should do Liquid Snake, but angry about Metal Gear Solid remake. We should do that character more. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they make the that's remake. A, that's a good just, one. You can stream it as Liquid Snake. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> I remember there used to be a ration here. <laughs> They've gotten rid of the ration that was hidden in the vents. I don't know if I can do any. Sorry, sorry, boss. <laughs> I don't know if I can do any uh, Metal Gear voices. I can really only do that one. What about and then snake? I could, you know, like a generic snake. Who is the who's the guy in Independence Day? Um, he was like, yeah, the really throaty voice. Oh, Har- Harvey Harvey Firestein. Har- oh, yeah. Harvey Firestein. They should yeah, get from Mrs. Doubtfire. They should get him in the remake to do uh, ninja. <laughs> to do Solid Snake. No ninja. Oh, to do the ninja. The ninja. <laughs> yeah. Now snake. <laughs> Ah, oh, I should never have put orange with blue. It's so gauche. <laughs> that scientist Harvey pissed himself. Harvey fires, dude. Harvey, ah, oh, that's disgusting. Oh, blood and sinew. <laughs> the clash of blood and sinew. Ah, oh, this is this is worse than my sister-in-law's baby shower. <laughs> uh, yeah, they'll remake that soon. I bet. And we'll... Yeah, Metal Gear. I mean, it's funny because Metal Gear Solid already got a remake. And no one twin seems to remember. Twin Snakes, Haribo Twin Snakes. Yeah, exactly. Is that what they're called, the Haribo ones? The, those... 
the Olsen twins' names. The Olsen twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the Mary Kate, the Mary Kate and Elizabeth Olsen twins' names. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the liquid snake and solid snake driving around disagreeing about the <laughs> It's the fight at the end where you have to. There's a mounted gun, but it's Mary Kate and it's like a Barbie like Jeep. Yeah. And she's like in overalls with a side pony. <laughs> <laughs> the Olsen the twin snakes. Yeah. Fox. That outfit will look stupid at the prom. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Is that it? Is this. We don't know if this oh, is... Oh, please let, please let that be it. I'm so hungry. <laughs> I've not eaten anything... Oh, yeah, that's what... Since... That's why you... I told you before we started recording, I said <laughs> I've not... I've, I've worked all day, and then I had a thing after work, and I've not had anything to eat now in going on, like, 13 hours, because I didn't eat breakfast, I had dinner last night. Can we please just, you know, you know, like, wrap this one up pretty quick? And then you two have to have your little fucking opinions. <laughs> have to have your little bloody thoughts about the fucking game. So we don't. I, mean, know. I guess we'll, we do need to make this episode paid then, so we can pay for your dinner. Yeah, that's true. That's a good yeah, point. All of Ed's meals come out. All of all of my meals come out. Of the <laughs> Patreon. Patreon. That's yeah. true. Uh, feed Ed. In case this somehow slips through the net and lands in the the free zone the free zone the free throw zone <laughs> the, free zone, the, the, the dmz the dmz yeah uh pay up life's not getting any yeah. cheaper there are like three yeah, dying. there are like three websites left um yeah so win- winter is coming <laughs> it's it's time to, <laughs> it's time to pay up and if this is on the paid one hey thank you you're the good one so you don't have to be reprimanded <laughs> yeah our, our our listenership and readership is just going to drop off as we increasingly just nag. Just say, mm, pay us money. Give us, give us more money. <laughs> give us money. And if you're giving us money, don't ever stop. Or we'll be very... <laughs> money. And just, just keep giving us money. Can we try giving us some more money? Maybe give us more money. Get another copy of OK Hero on PDF. Get another mm. one. Maybe- we're going to write another book, and then you should buy that as well. Buy that one, too. All right, uh, Yusuf, goodbye. See you later. Uh, te- te- teddy Bear, goodbye. Eddie Bear. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie Bear. If you're going you, to take the piss, get it right. <laughs> Eddie Bear. <laughs> you're, a can, you're like Ted from the movie Ted. You're a cantankerous Eddie Bear. <laughs> cantankerous Teddy Bear. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on Orthodox. All right, Ed, you were the host, so technically, you should say, "See you next time." See you next time. <laughs>